0: True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee.
1: Neighbor hello welcome to true crime broads this is crystal and renee and today we're doing a part two of the jennifer kinder smiles case tragic murder from 2009 in waxahachie texas this time we have her neighbor and good friend who is going to give her point of view on what went on that evening before and the next day thanks for joining us hey y'all the true crime broads we're having our very first facebook live we're really excited about it. We can't wait to see and hear you. It's going to be on
2: Saturday, February 11th at noon, Central Standard Time. Till 1.30. And you can call in with your questions, comments, or suggestions. Please and join us. We can't wait to see you. Okay, we also wanted to remind
1: everyone, please call us or message us with any cases that you might want us to cover, unsolved murders or missing persons. We're here to help you keep that stuff in the public eye.
2: Yeah, and keep tips coming in so that way, um, you know, the cases are still being worked until they're solved. We're we're here to help y'all get justice. So if you know of anybody, just let us know. We're happy to cover those as well and hopefully get some guests on because that always helps. Yeah, and if you yourself want to be a guest and that's a case that you're close to, please, please think about
1: being on. If you're not comfortable on video, we will not use video. We'll just do audio only. It's up to you.
2: Right. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Page Two Inspection Services LLC, specializing in foundation inspection reporting, commercial, residential, and home or mixed use properties. They handle prompt reporting and services at the most competitive price in the structural engineering field. PAL Engineering Services also specializes in structure, structural reporting and mechanical engineering in the Dallas Fort Worth, Houston, and throughout the state of Texas. They do structural inspection track full home inspection and evaluation, foundation inspection and repair plan, modular home inspection, pest inspection, mechanical and electrical inspections, drainage plans and retaining walls. Be sure and check them out at uh, www.page the number 2inspections.com or www.palengineeringinc.com. The phone number to reach them at is 972 972- 268-4140. Thank you for supporting True Crime Broads.
1: Welcome back to True Crime Broads. We are so excited to have a guest today who is actually a neighbor of Jennifer's. And Renee's been talking to Vanessa. will not you go ahead and introduce her to her, for us?
2: Thank you, Vanessa, so much for coming on. Um, I know that you uh, knew Jennifer, and we just talked to her daughter a few moments ago, and we wanted to have you on um, because you were... Neighbor and friend—is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Well, tell us about um about your connection to Jennifer and how you knew her and that that kind of thing.
0: Well, she was my neighbor across the street, and she, her daughter Mackenzie, and my daughter Elizabeth used to hang out and play together quite often. Okay. Um, I took Mackenzie to school a few times in the mornings when Jennifer we had to
2: be at work really early. Is that how you met her? Because y'all yes. were neighbors. Okay yeah when we have kids uh, that go to school together and things like that it's easy to meet the neighbors and you know make friends that way i remember doing that a lot when my kids were younger
0: yeah well when i met her actually when they she was moving in in the house uh, my husband or ex-husband was out of town and it, the tree in our front yard had fallen over into the street and she came over to to let me know that <laughs> that's how <it> was. <laughs> by the way yeah,
2: yeah. how funny in the of the
0: <laughs> wow
2: yeah. Okay. So, tell us. Um, we, we're talking about the Jennifer Kinder Smiles case. Um, she was uh, murdered in June seventeenth of two thousand nine. Uh, Vanessa is a neighbor across the street. And tell us about when you found out about Jennifer's death. Whew. Give me just a minute.
0: so the night before Jennifer was out on her front porch on her her phone her home phone, she had a home phone still and uh, my daughter wanted to play with Mackenzie so I had texted Jennifer and uh, asked her if Mackenzie could play and she told me that Mackenzie was gone for three weeks to be with her dad for the summer and uh, I said okay I hope you enjoy your time well the next morning um my ex-husband wakes me up and tells me get up put on my robe cops are outside something's happened to jennifer
2: oh my gosh that's horrible so um i'm sorry
1: it's okay no no take your time take your time we're so sorry for your loss
0: so i went out and talked to the police and um I happen to know the, the investigator, the detective that was working that case uh, pretty well. And um, answered what questions I could. I mean, I, I don't know. It was like a ghost went in there and did it. There was no forced entry or anything. Um, there was a window in Jennifer's room on the front of the house that was broken. It, it wouldn't lock. Um, that could have been how they got in. I don't know.
1: Uh, wow. Yeah. We, we had talked to somebody who said that the windows were kind of painted shut because it's an older home. So Well, you- it
0: is in an older home. However, uh, Mackenzie, one morning before school, she had forgotten something. So she went in through that front window to get what it was that she needed for school. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, and it was the it window
2: was- in Jennifer's room?
0: Yes. Uh, right, in, right in front of the driveway yeah wow yeah yeah and um about 10 or 11 o'clock the night before um my dog started going nuts and I heard yelling you know but I didn't think much about it I really didn't because Kim was you know she was always home or when she was home and she'd have friends over I thought maybe they were just outside having a good time or something and think nothing else about it I went to bed and then uh, of course the next morning is when my ex-husband woke me up and told me to go outside and talk to police
1: wow so do you think it's possible that was someone confronting jennifer and they were arguing
0: yeah possibly possibly i don't know who it could have been i I don't know jennifer to have any any enemies Um, she was a good person
1: yeah that's what we've heard yeah that's all we've heard that people have been saying they can't imagine who would do this to her because she didn't have enemies she did not deserve that, and her girls did not deserve that either. Right, so true, so sad. Yeah, we feel horrible for her three daughters. Mm. Do you keep in touch with Kimberly McKenzie, yes. or Mackenzie?
0: Well, Mackenzie, I do, you know, oh. she's all grown up now, so right, right. Yeah, I still we're friends on Facebook, we talk every once in a while.
2: Oh, that's good. Mm. Yeah, she was so yeah. young when this happened, she was nine, right? Yes, yeah, she was very young. Very very, yeah. Mm. yeah, and it's and her her sister uh Kimberly said that she was uh you know they would, she was grateful that neither of her sisters were home when exactly. that happened so yeah I, I yeah. guess yeah. one of them didn't live there but you know I, I guess they could have been visiting or something yeah she was talking about Mackenzie right just so glad that she was not present
0: yeah and you know um, Kim had worked at IHOP at the time. And I know it was late when she came in and she wanted to talk to Jennifer and she couldn't get her to respond. So she called 911, 911. The ambulance got there and they ended up having to call the corner. Horrible. She really didn't realize that she
2: was dead. Mm, That's so hard.
1: Vanessa, have police kept you updated recently? I know you probably talked to them a lot in the beginning since you were a neighbor and friend.
0: I talked to him a lot in the beginning, but I haven't. I haven't been contacted by anybody. Of course, I don't live there anymore. My ex-husband still lives there, um, but I don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the detective that was on the case, uh, he's now retired from WPD and he's working at the district attorney's office. So, um,
1: okay.
2: yeah, as an investigator. So, does he work for the Ellis County District Attorney? He does. Oh, okay. Does. I wasn't sure. I knew you had told me that, but I didn't. I didn't even think to ask it yes. before. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Uh-huh. um now had you had had there been anything suspicious that had happened in prior to her uh, murder in the neighborhood well
0: that's kind of hard for me to answer um there was a couple of things that caused me to raise my eyebrows i really don't want to go into details because i don't want to cause any hard feelings with anybody
2: right i understand
0: but yeah, there was uh, at least one incident that made me raise an eyebrow and wonder what. Well, that's kind of odd. Why are they doing that?
1: Right. Uh, was that before the murder or after? Yes, that before. before.
0: That was before. It was before. Mackenzie had a dog, um, cute little dog. And, uh, uh, her and her dad would go out and walk. it. They walked it, you know. Out of on occasion, I guess. Um, But, you know, the house beside Jennifer on the corner at the time was empty. Um, To my knowledge, the house that was behind her was empty. And the house on the other side of her, um, that lady worked nights, I believe. So there was nobody home in those three houses that night. Wow. Man. The neighbor that was beside me was very strange. He was a very strange individual. He wasn't he didn't live there very long either, you know, which was very odd. but uh, I guess he went out of town sometime around the time that Jennifer was killed. Uh, I can't even tell you what the man's name was. I really don't know.
1: Did Jennifer ever complain about being uncomfortable? Did anyone ever make her feel uneasy in the area or in her not life? Not
0: to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge. She never said, you know, she was always very happy, very, very happy-go-lucky. I mean, she she was like she didn't have a care in the world. I know she did, but.
1: Um, so you don't, she never mentioned being stalked or harassed no, by anyone? No,
0: not yeah. at all. Not at all. She did have a guy that she was seeing at one time named Jim. Um, I'm not too sure. I know they had split up and I know that um, for a while, Jennifer's ex-husband had been coming around and staying there and hanging out there. And um, she got new furniture and a new lawnmower. because She kept a lawnmower normally at our house and our shed out back. And um, after, I guess it was right after mother's day, I didn't see him around anymore. You know, but, uh,
1: why do you think, yeah. why did he stop coming around? Do you know?
0: I don't know. If, I don't know. I really don't know. If, I don't know who could have stopped that if it was Jennifer or if it was him mm-hmm. uh, or if it was a mutual agreement. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Hmm.
1: But, um, so he was yeah. coming around after she broke up with the boyfriend? Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Yes. He was quite often because there was one point that I thought maybe they were going to reconcile, you know, he was there so much. Mm. But they didn't, obviously.
1: Yeah. So
2: It always makes it hard whenever you have cases that um there's just not a lot to go on, you know?
0: There's not, you know, and like I said, uh the detective in the case said it was like a ghost did it. There he, you know, fingerprints there weren't any fingerprints really to lift and there was no force entry anywhere and um uh,
2: it left them hardly nothing
0: sounds really. like
2: somebody knew what they were doing
0: yes they did whoever did that it was planned it was definitely a planned deal um and that came from the detective himself told me that um it was definitely planned out
2: were so, there any bushes or anything in front of the house or was there no. anything that you could see anything disturbed like no. a the window area no uh, so it would was, have been easy to get in and out
0: in and out yeah yeah or you know I don't know. I mean, Mackenzie had a house key, but I'm sure she kept her house key with her. I don't know. I don't think she ever lost her key for, you know, I mean, how would she, I don't know. It's just, uh, that window is what gets me. It's that front window was so easy to just open up and crawl in. And in the middle of the night, you know, it's a quiet neighborhood, you know?
2: Right. So I live in Waxahachie and, um, I lived in Red Oak when this happened. Um, my kids went to Red Oak. And I just, I can't believe that I never heard about it, you know? Never heard uh, about this. So strange. Said,
0: there were so many people driving by like they were going to see something. Right. You know, this happened. I mean, there was one car that almost came up in our yard because he wasn't paying attention. You know, he's too busy looking <laughs> at to, to look,
2: thinking,
0: yeah. You know, it's like, really? I mean, there had to be a hundred
2: cars driving by golly yeah it was crazy yeah i guess they thought they were going to see something interesting or wanted to see where it happened at. i guess you know i mean i guess curiosity i get it but yeah yeah that's really hard Hard you
0: can see the yellow tape
2: (laughs) right did um did other people in the neighborhood uh were they able to you know did anybody? talk and think that you know Oh, well this happened or we heard about this or did anybody have uh, anybody else have insight
0: i really don't know because i uh, didn't really talk to anybody else in the neighborhood (laughs) i say that but it's true yeah Uh, parents that live down the road and i just you know we kept to ourselves pretty much jennifer was probably the only person that we really talked to and the neighbor on the other side our neighbor beside us you know now my ex-husband talked to him a lot but um aside from that We didn't really talk to anybody else in the neighborhood. So I don't know if anybody else heard anything or saw anything or any of that. I really don't know. I know I talked to um, a couple of different detectives, you know, and of course the two officers that were there that morning, uh, waiting on the corner to get there to come and get Jennifer's body. My daughter, bless her heart, she was so innocent. She thought jennifer just might have burned herself you know cooking because she liked to cook right yeah it doesn't get any more innocent than that
2: oh that's horrible and it's so hard for the kids to understand yes it is it is and it's hard to explain it i I can't even imagine doing any of that
0: uh, you know well my fear was when i found out i thought god is there because we had had a string of burglaries in the neighborhood Mm. you know i thought ooh, you know so i immediately you know Emailed the detective and said, Hey, is this something I need to be worried about? Right, you know, right. To think about, you know, and protect. I, this is, you know, and this one he told me that it was planned out. It was definitely a planned deal.
1: It okay. I would random. be terrified too. I would have yeah. done the same thing you did. So they do, so you think that law enforcement thinks this was personal and not a random event? Correct. Okay. Correct.
0: Yes. Usually is." And I think They probably have, they have their suspicions as to who it could have been. The problem is um, finding any evidence to, to prove that. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you know if this person has been in contact, the person that they suspect, has this person been in contact with the police since Um, the murder?
0: I know that they have, but I don't think they have cooperated. Um, as far as uh, lie detector tests, um, this person had agreed to take a lie detector test. But whenever the officers went to this place to to this person to take the lie detector test, they always had an excuse as to why they couldn't do it. Mm. So also am aware that allegedly this person had been in contact with someone in prison somewhere and wrote letters I don't know if it was a pen pal deal. I'm not sure. Um, I do know that at one point. Um, WPD was going to go and try and con- make contact with this inmate. TDC inmate. I don't know if they ever did or not. So. Um, but, you know, if you don't want something to be known, you're not going to put it in writing and you're certainly not going to tell anyone. Right. True. Whoever did this knew what they were doing. They covered their tracks, very well. Um, so it's somebody that's knowledgeable on
1: how to. What, what do you think the motive could possibly be? She sounds like it was such a wonderful person who didn't have any enemies. What what could have um, happened? What could have gone wrong in this person's mind to make this person want to kill her? Um, I would rather not answer that question if that's okay. okay. No, that's fine. That makes sense. Yeah. I
0: just, I you know, I love Mackenzie to death. My heart is still broke. Mm.
2: It's devastating. Broke. So sad. I, I just, you can never make sense of something like this. It just, it's just horrible for everybody. It doesn't just affect the family; it affects friends, neighbors alike. I mean,
0: yeah, every you know everybody that's everybody that knew her or loved her.
2: And you did you know her the
1: whole time that she lived in that house?
0: Yes, it's like I said the first night that they were moving in. Oh, that's right. I to house to that's right. Tell me that the tree had fallen down in the middle of the street.
1: Right. So Yeah, she just sounds like a wonderful person. We're so sorry for your loss. And our hearts go out to her friends and family. It's just, I just horrendous.
0: I just hope, you know, they say that the truth eventually comes out.
2: Yeah. You know, I hope
0: that it does.
2: Right. That that's, that's exactly why we do what we do. And I just I always try to say this on our podcast so people can understand that our, you know, our goal is to let people talk about cases so that there's awareness people are, you know, cause people will say, Oh my gosh, I had no idea that that was never solved or I thought they caught the person and you know, whatever. So if we, you know, people do podcasts and post and whatever and share them, then it lets everybody be aware that the case is still, you know, not, you know, right, it has not been, has been, been solved, solved, and maybe people, maybe somebody will talk. You know, after time passes, sometimes people will get their nerve and actually say something, so. And, you know, um,
0: I don't know how this person can lay their head down and sleep at
2: night. It's I don't either.
0: That have a conscience. Say somebody that again. That, someone that doesn't have a conscience, that's for sure. Yes. Right, right. It's terrible. It it's is. It's terrible. I don't know how anybody can live with themselves. Yeah, they take mother take from young mother away from her three daughters
2: right exactly what i was going to say exactly it's, horrible. Man, it's
1: disgusting i hope the person responsible pays for this i hope they do too and i hope they're listening i do too I, I really do yeah and hopefully there's going to be some piece of information that comes through that can tie this person to the murder and yeah, get them I- to have to face a jury
0: exactly exactly you know i work for a criminal defense attorney i'm a paralegal here for a criminal defense attorney and i would love nothing more than to s- see somebody go to trial on this
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know be prosecuted right. absolutely
2: yep that's the goal um i mean she deserves justice just like everybody yes.
0: so does her daughters.
2: yeah they do it's really sad to have to grow up without your mother and and, and to be taken away in such a brutal way, you know. Yes. I, yes. I don't know. It's so weird that I never heard about it, but I'm glad that I did and, and that we could, you know, play a small part in sharing yeah, we only. Sharing the yeah, Renee
1: lives right there in Ellis County and had not heard of this case until pretty recently. Yeah, and um, I had never heard of it. So mm-hmm. I live in the Dallas area, and I used to live down there. So we're just shocked that it's not been publicized more, and we're hoping to help change that.
0: Well, it's like the, the- – Pond shop owner out there on the highway, Dallas, I think it was Dallas pond. That yep. Shot and killed, you know, and just, I don't know if they ever caught the person.
2: that They did. They, the they actually did. It wasn't, uh, I want to say too long ago, but maybe a couple of years ago, they were oh. actually caught. And I want to say that somebody called in a tip. Oh, wow. Yeah. They oh. finally caught the person. Um, maybe they did something else or I can't remember. It's been a long time ago. I actually heard about that case back then um i guess i heard about it on tv but i never heard about this one and i don't i mean i know that they can't they can't put every single case out there you know i get that um but now we're so lucky to have ways of being able to share things you know that doesn't cost them anything yeah
1: we're gonna have the flyer that renee made for jennifer on our social media so please feel free to share it from there it'll be on true crime Broads, broads facebook page and instagram we're pretty easy to find just type in true crime broads and um so, yeah, we'll we'll send you the episode once we have it published, um, and we'll send it to you in Messenger. I think that's how you were communicating with Renee. Right. Okay. And, um, Vanessa, was there anything else you wanted to share? Uh,
0: no, I guess that's about it. I just, okay. I just that, you know, this person is going to be caught.
1: Yes, us too. Okay, well, if you think of anything else or if you want to be on, maybe things will change and we can maybe do a part two episode. Um, We would love to have you back on in the future. So thank you so much for your time, Vanessa. We're so sorry for your loss, and thank you for everything that you're doing for your friend. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks, Vanessa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.